All right, we're rolling. All right, hi. Welcome to our podcast. Um, I'm Nick. And I'm Eli. And this is... Nick and Eli. Um, so this podcast will include us talking about things such as, well, pretty much everything, entertainment, pop culture, um, the Hollywood industry, movies and TV. Um, Broadway. Broadway. Uh, maybe even the music industry and maybe sometimes politics. Depends on the day. Yeah. It really will. It will. Um, probably not today. Yeah, no, definitely not today. Um, not feeling it. But, um, for today's episode called Star Quality, we want to be talking about, um, our thoughts on big stars in things such as movie musicals or even on Broadway, just to give the film or show a name. Um... And, you know, there are a lot of opinions on it. Some people like seeing their favorite actors and actresses or singers in these big roles. And some people take offense to it and get really irritated with it. So we kind of just want to share our thoughts, um, maybe argue (laughs) a bit. Probably definitely argue a bit. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. All right. So let's start with the one that just came out. Cats. Okay. Cats. (laughs) Um, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. To be honest, the stars in Cats weren't even the biggest problem with the movie that I had. For some, for me, it was, I'm going to be honest, going to get hate for it, but I did not like J-Hud as uh, Grizabella. I just felt like she was too polished. It didn't fit her voice that well. It didn't have that emotion. Well, and I don't hate Jennifer Hudson at all. I think she's a phenomenal singer. Don't get don't get me wrong. She is. I just, I don't think she was right for that I role. Agree. Like when she did Effie White in Dreamgirls, blew it away. Like deserved that award. But Cats, and they did her wrong. I feel like it it wasn't even her fault. No, Almost. no, it was the CGI that they did her wrong yes. on. They, it was definitely the and editors we, that. Well, at least I. This was when after you graduated, but I did cats. Yeah, and still a little jealous about it. But I did cats, and it was like I think people like the movie because they're like, oh my god, it was so beautiful. But I think everyone that likes the movie has not actually seen the actual production. Yes. Like, I spoke to someone the other day that were like, I've never seen the stage version of Cats, but I loved the movie. And I was like, well, you got to see the stage version because in all reality, they completely changed the storyline for one. Yeah. Casted people that some parts were not fit for, like J-Hud and I'll even dare say it, Rebel Wilson and Taylor Swift. That, and I guess that's the focus of today's episode. It's like, I also love Taylor Swift. I have been a big fan of her since Teardrops on My Guitar. But Iconic song. And I, I still love her today. I think she's she gets a lot of hate in the media. A lot of people don't like her for really no reason. They think... They just say so many mean things about her. And I don't think she deserves it because I think she is talented. But I don't know if she was necessarily fit for the role of... What did she even play again? She played three cats. Bomb, 
I think she was bomb ballerina. Or yeah. Or you say that name. Yeah. But no, she. That's what she was labeled as on Google. But like the song that she sang was supposed to be three people. Yeah. Well, because she's a name. And if I'm being honest, completely honest, I do not think she did bad. She did. I just. The whole song is supposed to be like the harmonies and taking away two of the characters wasn't yeah. the greatest. And also spreading catnip to get the cats hot. Like, it was just, I'm really hoping that wasn't her idea. No, and I don't think it was. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I actually liked that she wrote a song for it. Because I think, although some people don't like it because they're like, it, well, it takes away and it gives Victoria a bigger role, which I agree with. At the same point, it is a reimagining. And with reimagining comes new mm. things. And even with the Wicked movie, they're thinking about writing new songs. I hope they don't. It's already... Don't fix something that's not broken. Yeah. But to me, I don't think the song was needed, but I don't necessarily think it damaged the film. Yeah. I I don't think that was the worst thing that came out of that film was Beautiful Ghosts. Oh, definitely not. I think it was just... It was just something that was a little extra that didn't need to be yeah. extra i think that was the only thing that i have to say about her song was it didn't need to be yeah there. it was great for the credits yeah and i actually like the song yeah i just think yeah it was because i think they tried making it about grizabella and victoria yeah, but then I it agree. just ended up being about victoria and victoria alone yeah but then I at agree. the end it was like all right it's about all of us um, but, you know, there's a lot of different opinions about casting stars in movies, um, movie musicals. Like, I know they're doing The Prom with Ryan Murphy. Yeah. And Ryan Murphy loves casting stars. He loves stars. Yep. Um, and they just got rid of The Prom on Broadway, and it was a really good musical. My, a lot of people are saying why didn't they just take the stars from the actual Broadway musical? Because they literally just finished it. Yeah. Maybe. And that's, I think, a good question to ask. But the thing is, Disney Channel did it with Freaky Friday, the musical. Yeah, they did. They took the original Broadway cast in the entirety and moved them to a Disney Channel facility and actually... Filmed it. Filmed it, and it turned out pretty good. Yeah, I heard that it was good. Like, so I'm like, why don't they just learn from that? Because A, they already know all the lines and all the music. Exactly. They already know all the choreography. And if they needed to add new things, like they probably would add new choreography because you can't always do the same things. Mm -hmm. Um, You want to add a new spin on it because it's film and you want to add something different to make it more modern than it already was Mm because it just came out, but... And they're used to that because, like, when you're in previews, they change, they'll add a whole song that you have to learn in 20 minutes yeah. and then perform it for an audience. So they're already used to that. My, see, my, my thing is the best movie musical that I've seen that they've transformed from a musical to a movie is Mamma Mia, by far. Yeah, Mamma Mia is good, but it, it's great, but it's not up there with Chicago. Chicago was good, too. Chicago won Chicago, motion picture. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Chicago was good. They both, Everyone in the cast did a great job. Yeah. But no, Mamma Mia... Are, are you just saying that because you did it? No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> no, I loved, I loved that movie. 
Um, and I think even adding the second one, with a lot of musicals, you're like, oh my God, you're doing a sequel to a musical. Mm-hmm. But I actually think it really worked. It it worked. Um, I do agree with that. It worked really well, I think. And I think that's actually only, actually one of the only musicals you could probably do that with. <laughs> yeah. But I just... What, my only thing that made me super mad about it was Meryl Streep was only in at the end. I agree. That's the only thing I have to say about that movie. I mean, I, do, I don't necessarily think that was the their fault. I think Meryl Streep is a very busy woman winning Oscars. <laughs> Left and right. Seriously. Because she's so talented. But um, God bless Meryl Streep. She gets cast in a lot of musicals, too. She does. She's going to be in the prom. And she was in Into the Woods. She oh, she killed in Into the Woods. I agree. She, she was did. also in um, Mary Poppins Returns. Yes, she was. Yep. I forgot they did that too. Yeah. And they put her in it. And I and maybe it was so great. maybe they put her in because she's a big name and everyone knows Meryl Streep. If Meryl Streep's in something, the movie's great. The movie is a good movie. Like you know, you've done you've or TV done it. shows. Like she is just a rock star. Yeah, like her and Viola Davis and Carrie Washington, because those three have been in movies, TV, and on Broadway. And it's like everything that they're in. Was on Broadway? I think so at some point. I think she did like a play or something. She probably did theater. Yeah. She had to have done theater. I think she did like a play at some point, but I know for sure, because Viola Davis did Fences. And then she did the yes, movie, fences. which that's another one where they took the Broadway stars and put it into a movie. Yeah, it was her and Denzel Washington. Yeah, and it was, I haven't seen it yet, I want to, but I heard it was phenomenal. And then Kerry Washington did um, American Son. Mm-hmm. That got put on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Cried the whole time during that. So I think there's a lot of different opinions coming from it because it, it can work, but it can also bomb. Yeah, I think it works when people have been on stage first and then have transferred over into film, but go back every once in a while, like Viola Davis and Kerry Washington. Well, but you know what's weird about that is a big, they're doing a Wicked movie. Yeah. And a big name that's going around is Ariana Grande. Which I'm, I'm Don't get me wrong. Super iffy about that. Ariana Grande is like one of my top favorite people on planet Earth. Yeah, she can wail. I love her. And she's got one of the most incredible... I think she's got one of the most incredible voices I've ever heard. Yeah. She is... It's out of this world. great singer. And she started on Broadway. Yeah, 13. 13. Um, And she was great on it. Mm -hmm. From what I've heard, I've seen clips here and there um the music's good there's a cast album yeah i've heard the music and she's good in that mm-hmm. um but casting her they're not doing it they're doing it kind of for her talent because yes she has a lot of talent but yeah. i think a lot of them choose to do this because of their big names and that's why i don't get because like wicked is such a story that so many people relate to and that's why it's relevant like what over 15 almost 20 years later mm-hmm. like that's huge that it's so relevant still to this day yeah and if and the thing is with the character because i've heard that she's on the um list for alphabet yeah thing is with alphabet 
you have to be such a dynamic actor to do it because it's not an easy role. It's not easy at all. Vocally and physically and emotionally. Like, there was an interview I saw with uh, Seth something on Playbill, and he was talking with someone who played Alphaba and Christine Daae, and the girl was like, yeah, Christine Daae sings five times a week, hitting those soprano notes, but Alphaba is screaming Fiero eight shows a week, or screaming those ahs at the end of Defying Gravity. So it's not like... It's an easy role. It's, it's on not the easy. It's top. one of the hardest roles yeah. in Broadway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm I'm not really giving a personal opinion because you never know. Ariana Grande could get it and totally nail it out of the park. Yeah, because when I watched her do The Wizard and I, she was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think it's not going to be the vocals that kill her. It's going to be the acting because it's a role that a she's never really done before. Because it, if we're going to be honest, the roles that she gets are like the ditzy characters. So it might be a good challenge for her, but it also might be a shipwreck waiting to happen as far as for her career. But on the other side, like I'm, if she were to get the role, I would actually kind of be excited. Mm-hmm. Because I would be excited to see her in something other than the ditzy Deep character. Yeah. And something more deep and personal. Yeah. If she can... If we can get a clip of her doing a scene or something with, I don't know, maybe Dove Cameron playing Glinda, mm-hmm. throwing it out there, I think that would be the way to go, just so we can get a glimpse of it. Because also another name that's been in the on the list is Demi Lovato for Alphabet. Yeah, who else I've heard is... I'm, I'm drawing a blank on her name. I'm not going to remember. Never mind. <laughs> um... I'm, but also we say Ariana Grande has been in these ditzy characters, Mm -hmm. but she's grown a lot. Yeah. She's gone through a lot of experience. Is the other name you're thinking Leah Michelle? Uh, that is a name I've heard as well. Because she's even come out and said, um, if anyone wants to call me for Alphaba, I greenify myself and everything. She could also nail it out of the park. Yeah. I think it's just because she kind of looks like Idina Menzel. No, I'm kidding. She well, can... she played her daughter. Yeah, I know. On Glee. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, that was a phenomenal show. But like, because I know Leah Michelle could definitely play that role. Yeah, and she could sing it. Yeah, easily, hands down. Without a problem. I don't know. It's a difficult... I'm excited to see who they cast. Yeah. Because it and was I... supposed to come out this year, but then they replaced it with Cats. But I'm really excited that they did. Because I it. feel like that means that they're going to take more time, time on it. it. And not just rush into it mm-hmm. I'm, for the award season. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're even going to do it, um, like, Wicked Live. Like how they do it on, like, NBC or Fox or something like that. Because that's also been in the rumors spiraling around. Is that they're going to do it as Wicked Live. I kind of don't want to see it that way. I don't either. I kind of want to see it as a movie. And I feel like it could be a really great movie. Mm-hmm. I think the only way you would have to do it live is if you get people from broadway like they did with grease live because almost everyone in that cast either did broadway or they performed in regional theater or have been um musical theater people since their birth yeah i think the only person that really wasn't was carlos in grease live Vega. 
But then I'm like... I think he's been on Broadway, though. I wonder what in. I feel like he has. Because, yeah, I know Big Time Rush, but, like... <laughs> Big Time Rush the musical. <laughs> um, all right, we're copywriting that. We're going to write that. Thank you, guys. That's... Yes. That's ours. Um, <laughs> Catch it on Broadway in uh, 2022. But then there's the movies, like, kind of like we talked about with Meryl Streep, but then there's the movies when they cast a star and it actually works out. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that happens when they do originals. Yeah. Original movie, movie musicals. musicals. Like La La Land. La La Land, A Star is Born, <sighs> The Greatest Showman. Those were all original mm-hmm. things that came from scratch um, and they cast stars in it. But like, it was good. Yeah, but again, La La Land had Emma Stone who did Broadway because she was Sally in Cabaret. Way before she did La La Land. Greatest Showman, you had Hugh Jackman. Who's a king on Broadway. Broadway and Keala Settle, who has originated and performed some of the hardest belting roles ever. Yeah. So it's like... And the uh, composers of Greatest Showman... Did Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen and, so and La La Land. Yeah. So it's like... You had all these people, but if you trace it back to what made them so these originals so great was they casted people who Aren't knew how to sing the sh- sing the show and the music and what it took to be that kind of performer. Yeah. The only one that I think I don't I don't think Lady Gaga's ever performed on stage before. I've seen many interviews yeah. with her. She wanted to be an actress all her life and she mm-hmm. trained and then it wasn't working. Well, she's in op- she was classically trained in opera. Yeah. And she wanted to be an actress so yeah. bad, but then she was like, okay, well, it's just going to be easier if I go music. Yeah. Well, what is it? If I remember correctly, she, on the Oscars, did a tribute to Julie Andrews. She did. And it was Julie really Andrews was like, you can play that role any day you want. You have my blessing. Because she sang it so beautifully and nobody was expecting that from her. Because, Exactly. And everything. And A Star is Born. No one was expecting that out of her. And she acted the crap out of that role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to see it still. It's such an incredible movie. She, the way she does it, it's so unlike her yet. So like her at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because she, it completely just takes off all of her makeup mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of interviews with her and she talks about a lot of people are like well that's the true Lady Gaga and she's like well it's not the mm-hmm. true Lady Gaga is me with all the makeup on because that's who I am but yeah and I agree with that but I also like her showing that almost vulnerable side yeah because if you think about it in the media she really hasn't been able to no. since she started with bad romance and everything mm-hmm. it's always been the outfits the makeup like, even with her album, uh, Joanne, mm-hmm. she completely stripped all that away. But the, this then, was also her choice. Yeah. I don't think anyone forced her into the outfits and the makeup. I think that was all her. Yeah. And uh, sh- that's her decision. Yeah. But it was it was nice to see, like you said, like that stripped away vulnerable side of her. Mm-hmm. Because even during when she was in American Horror Story, yeah, she looked like herself, but she didn't. Because she had the prosthetics and she had, like these different things that made her not her but then when you look at her in a star is born and look at the album of joanne it's a beautiful story 
Well, and everyone always, when I, I remember when I first saw the trailer for Star is Born, everyone was saying, that doesn't even look like her. Like, that's not Lady Gaga. And I was like, but it is. Yeah. Well, then they haven't seen her um, uh, documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Because that's, that's all her. Yeah. And she's going to do, she's going to, I would even like to see her as Glinda. Heck. Uh, honestly. <laughs> um so yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's a tricky road because mm-hmm. it's you want to make sure you're not taking away from the Broadway community because yeah. there's so many good people on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I think one person that has done a beautiful job blending the two of both Hollywood and Broadway is Jake Gyllenhaal because yeah. when he's not doing movies, he's on Broadway working his butt off like nonstop yeah he did sunny in the park with george he did a little shop of horrors and now he's about to bring fun home into a movie by producing it and starring in it i think he's done a really good job mixing the two Mm -hmm. um and i also think jonathan groff has oh yeah because he's in frozen Mm -hmm. and And, he's in that um, mind hunter josh gad josh gad yeah broadway he was in um, book of mormon book of mormon with jonathan actually i think yeah so they do. I, yeah. I think a lot of stars do a really good job. And I think that's really good that because for a long time, they were two separate communities. Yeah. And they weren't blended together. Well, I think a lot of a lot of what I had to do a lot of that was when it first started off between Hollywood and Broadway, because a lot of history shows that when Broadway and like the vaudeville shows were happening, and then all of a sudden motion pictures came into play. Mm-hmm. The vaudeville stars was like, wait, I can film it and I have to do it again. And it created that divide yeah. right then and there. But now you have the people who are like, no, instead, like I enjoy doing film, but I, this is crazy. Like I can do this eight shows a week and bring a story. And that's well, why and Carrie Washington difference. did it. Yeah. There's that's why difference. she did American Sun, which was there's a difference between film and and stage and i'm not saying either one is easier or harder mm-hmm. they're both have challenges and they both yeah. have things that are good stage is definitely difficult because there's no retakes yeah and it's so intimate it's intimate but film you catch everything mm-hmm. and you have to be consistent yeah it's funny because i think one thing that Broadway has, or theater in general has above film, is when you have to restart something in like a rehearsal or whatever, or even if you're doing B-roll for commercials, you have people who reset everything perfectly. Because have you ever watched a film or TV show and you notice something is off in a shot? Like I was watching High School Musical, the musical of the series today, and people walked in with a closed door and then two other people walked out of that same door, but it was propped open in the next shot. Like, I don't people know, People notice funny. that stuff all the time, and that's what makes film so difficult, is yeah. because of the consistency that you have to keep mm-hmm. through the whole thing. It's the continuity of it all. Yeah. So it's difficult to do that. Um, this totally went off track it did. where we were going. But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah. I, it's, like I said, it's a tricky road because you want the movie to get fame from the big stars. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it doesn't always, when you don't have those big stars, the movie, everyone will be like, well, I'm not going to go see it. Mm -hmm. Because there's no one I like in it. But I think, and this just popped into my head, a few years ago, Jeremy Jordan and Anna Kendrick did Last Five Years as an indie film. And it was amazing. But I've not heard a lot of people talk about it. That's because it was um, an indie film. They, not, a huge company didn't produce it. And I think that's why a lot of people are like, they put these big stars, but they also use huge production companies when they don't really need to necessarily yeah, to do it. I agree. Like, like I said, last five years, they did it on a small budget. That it was an indie film, and it was pretty good. Another one is Joyful Noise. But that's another one. That's, oh, yeah. that's kind of my point, is when they don't have those big stars, because Jeremy Jordan was not popular at that time, when yeah. Joyful Noise came out at all. Mm-hmm. He was not the famous star that everyone knows now. So when he was in this movie, nobody really saw it because it was like, I mean, I guess Queen Latifah and Dolly Parton, those are huge names. And Kiki Palmer. And Kiki Palmer. But, you know, but it, let's say Zac Efron took the place yeah. of Jeremy Jordan, everyone would have gone to see that movie. Well, what it, that, and that's funny you say that because Jeremy Jordan auditioned for Zac Efron's part in The Greatest Showman. And Zac Efron got it. And everything. But it's if there's a video of Hugh Jackman singing um, From Now On. And Jeremy Jordan was supposed to. Was supposed to sing it, but then you have... And then Hugh just started singing, even though he was told he couldn't. Yeah. But and if you look in that room, it's crazy because you see Cynthia Erivo, who just started Harriet, for crying out loud. Um, you had... Uh, Andrew Keenan Bolger, who was in Newsies and Tuck Everlasting and is a huge influencer on Instagram and YouTube for photography and film. Mm -hmm. And then they went a completely different route after they got the green light. Yep. Which was crazy. But like, if you think, like, Kiala Settle, she was terrified because she's like, oh, I'm a, she's like, I'm a theater person. I'm not going to get this. And then she got the green light and she made history with that song this is me singing it yeah which is hard everyone loves that song mm-hmm. it's an anthem it really is so it's a difficult because you want the movie to be good and a lot of people won't see the story if they don't cast big stars but mm-hmm. at the same time then you're ridding other very talented people mm-hmm. of a great opportunity yeah but it's interesting. I just saw this now. It's funny because we say big stars, but then like Cats casted um, Robert Fairchild, who is from the American Ballet Company mm-hmm. and is a phenomenal dancer. And he also um, did American in Paris on Broadway. And even um, Nutcracker in the Four Realms that, that Disney did, yeah. Misty Copeland was in that too. Yeah. And did the whole ballet sequence because she's done Nutcracker, I don't know how many times, for for American Ballet Theater. Yeah. So, and she got big for being the first 
colored uh, prima ballerina. Yeah. And everything. And even um, Morgan Freeman was in that movie, too. That was a good movie. He was. He was. He played the uncle. I never saw it. It's good. It's on Disney+. Plus. Watch it. Um, yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah. We covered a lot, though, because I think it's going to be an ongoing debate with between movies and Broadway about who gets cast in what. But I think at the end of the day, it's just like, it's up to the casting directors. Who I th- I think it is a bit about talent, but it's also about who's going to make the most money. Yeah, which is sad because like if you want the story to get across, but the person's not right for the role and the movie flops, like though all that money you spent, you will not make back in profit. But that's a risk that's always being taken. Yeah, cat's example. Always being taken. Ninety-five million dollar budget. And uh, didn't make that much in the box office. I don't even think it's hit. It's always making, you're always taking that risk, not even just with musicals, but with any movie. Yeah. You can spend a lot of money on a movie and it can flop hard. Mm-hmm. It's all about the fan base. It's all about the fan base. And it's just all about how you put the movie out there. Yeah, the publicity for it. To be honest, I... Ariana Grande... I would, I would be excited to see her in it. Mm-hmm. It would definitely be interesting. I think it would be interesting, and I don't want to make any judgments on her mm-hmm. because I know since things like Victorious and even things like Hairspray, which weren't even that long ago, yeah. she's gone through a lot more things that can round out a person. Yeah, I mean, she since Hairspray Live, she's completely grown as an artist. Like I said, I think it's just going to be acting i mean her music now is just way much more mature i think yeah because she doesn't have that nickelodeon image anymore yeah which is amazing because she can finally do her own thing and not have to worry about a contract yeah of a tv network i agree and keeping it a certain image so i think i would want to see her in a role that's much more mature and much more serious and i'd want to see how she would take it mm-hmm and I think that's the role that's... I think she's doing a, ser- a more serious role in prom. She's playing the girlfriend. Um, the main... Yeah. Her name is... Her character's name is Alyssa. Yeah. I'm almost positive. I've never actually... I'm going to be honest. I've never listened to prom. It's pretty good. There's some good songs in it and some not so good songs. I wasn't... I didn't fall into the fan base of that one. Yeah. It's okay. I remember um, watching it on the Tonys. And I texted. I uh, loved the Tony performance. It was so good. I texted Hellman. I did too. And I was like, um, so is this a sign that we're doing it? <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. Because that's a show that high schools can get away with for sure. Oh, yeah. And like a lot of people can pull it off very it's well. It's a good message too. Yeah. So. All right. I think that's it for today. No idea what we'll talk about next week. So, but we will be posting roughly two episodes a month. Stay tuned. Um, we, we're not sure what we're going to talk about next week. Um, but once we do, it'll be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. Yeah.